Good morning, everyone. Today we find ourselves in Genesis chapter 40. Joseph is in prison as a result of the false accusation of Pharaoh's wife who tried to make an advance on Joseph and he wouldn't. And she lied and got him in prison. And while he's there, two of Pharaoh's officials, uh, Chief Cupbearer, and a chief baker get thrown in prison. So now they're in prison besides Joseph. And while they're there, they have a dream. Each one of them has an independent dream. And God gives Joseph the ability to interpret their dream, which is only God can do that. You know, he, he gave Joseph a gift to do that. And he interprets their dream. One of them, he says, is going to get out of prison in three days and be restored to his position. The other one is going to get out of prison in three days and get hung and killed. And it happens exactly as Joseph says. And he asks the baker who, is that right, um, that survived to remember him. No, the cupbearer. The cupbearer is the one who survived in he asked him to remember him, and, and the cupbearer didn't do anything about this amazing fulfillment or dream interpretation, at least then. And perhaps, you know, it was God's will that, you know, because there is going to be a time when this is going to come out and it's going to help Joseph um, get out of prison and, and be restored, but it's just not going to happen yet. In fact, as it turns out, he has to wait two years as we read in the next chapter. Uh, waiting for something good to happen. And here's what I wanted to say uh, that I think we can learn from Joseph that I find quite remarkable. You know, when he got the good news regarding the cupbearer's dream, easy to, easy to say that good news, right? To say, oh, you're in three days, you're going to get restored to your position. But then he had the interpretation of the dream for the baker, and that is you're going to get out of prison, but then you're going to get hung. And it's interesting how it's just very straightforward. Um, and he, he just tells them straight out what, what's going to happen to him, that you're going get, to get hung. Let me, let me read it to you. Um, then Joseph answered and said, this is the interpretation. The three baskets are three days. Within three more days, Pharaoh will lift up your head from you and will hang you on a tree, and the birds will eat your flesh off you. I just think it's remarkable that Joseph interpreted what God told him in the dream and did not did not try to soften it, did not try to change it, did not try to you know you know which would be wrong by the way to like not tell the guy or twist it or maybe he says, "Ah gosh, God, that's a really hard thing to tell this guy. You know, I'm not going to tell him. I'm I'm going to just make something up or or somehow soften it. But instead, God gives Joseph an interpretation, and Joseph just, you know, gives the interpretation. And it kind of reminds me, it's it's partly who Joseph is. Do you remember when he had the dream about with his family that they would come down to bow down to him one day? And he, you know, it's just kind of who Joseph is. Like he is a truth teller. Like when the woman tries to seduce him, he doesn't want to play that game and he doesn't do it you know and it's like he he does what's right and 
isn't it interesting that when God chose someone for this difficult task to end up going ahead of Israel, you know, Jacob's family, Israel, to Egypt, being sold into slavery, that he he needed someone that would find favor. And, and God clearly is giving him favor, but his behavior, his honesty, his integrity, uh, all works in his favor, as we'll find out in the next chapter when Joseph gets restored to a a higher up position, which he's able to then use to save his family. But it, you know, I think God chose Joseph because of the character of Joseph, the kind of person that Joseph was. He's one of the best men that we've seen um, in the scriptures so far to date, as far as really doing what's right and honorable. And he continues, we continue to learn from him and how he restores his relationship with his family who abandoned him, um, not his father, but his brothers. So there's a lot to learn from Joseph. And here's what I want to say to us. I, you know, I'm kind of sometimes like disappointed in myself and, and maybe, maybe it's good. And, you know, maybe you'll find yourself seeing yourself doing this as well. Are we too afraid to speak for Jesus? You know, like, it's not like we have to say things in a mean spirit, but sometimes I think we need to be more straightforward. You know, I was thinking, I was with some friends and played golf on a really nice day yesterday, and I did do a little bit of witnessing and talking about God things, not real interested. Um... But part of me wants to say, and I, I, I need to process this in my mind and then just do it. But, you know, guys, you know, heaven and hell, I just really believe they're real places. You know, and people who are believe go to heaven and people who don't, you know, there's hell. And, and I care about everybody. And, I, and, and I, you know, I just hope you all would consider, you know, seeking further your faith or seeking the Lord. You know, something to that degree. And and we could say, well, that's mean to tell people that, that heaven and hell are real. And I would say it's actually very loving, right? Um, now, here's the thing. People might not always like it. Like, do you think that the baker liked hearing Joseph's interpretation? Oh, that thanks a lot, you know. Joseph, I, I'm going to be killed in three days. Didn't you have anything nicer to say to me? But he he spoke the truth, you know, and I, it doesn't say that he spoke it meanly. He just spoke the truth. And we live in a culture today where there's so much pressure to not just be nice, but not say anything that could offend anyone. And I think we have to try to say things in a spirit of love. But we can't hide the truth because we want to be loving, because it's actually not loving. It's actually not loving. It's deception. And this is a real problem in the church. And, you know, one of the reasons the gospel isn't advanced as well as it could be is because we are too concerned about being nice that we don't care about people's salvation. We'd rather have them like us than go to heaven. You know, and I, I really think that that's actually the truth behind it. We would rather not rustle any feathers and have people like us 
then be more concerned about where they're going to spend eternity. And I think we need to be, we need to be filled with love. We need to have the Spirit's guidance, but we need to speak the truth with love. And Joseph wasn't afraid to speak the truth. And in fact, I think that's why he found favor with God, because God could trust him to speak the truth. And you know what? May we be that kind of people that find favor with God because he can trust us to speak the truth with love.